Putin Bradvast. Hello, can you hear me? I hear you very well. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, uh, uh, considering the circumstances. <laughs> concerning, yeah, yeah. How are you doing? I guess pretty much the same. So, um, welcome to you guys uh, who are listening to this. This is our fourth episode, and it's the first episode in quarantine or house arrest, however you want to call that. Right. So. Uh, join us in our misery join us being at home and being bored we try our best to make you feel even more even more bored so yeah philip how um you're at home as well right i am i have been uh, working from home since uh, last monday and i only left home to go to groceries and that's it what about you can you work from home it's it's exactly the same yeah I, uh, luckily i can work from home Right. Um, and I, I always like my, my the company I work at is pretty hesitant to allow us to work from home. Like they don't want it because they know it's not that difficult to implement, but they're uh, they don't want it to to be a thing that that you can just go back to anytime you feel like that. Even though many employees would like that, um, but now they're pretty much forced to it. And I've always wanted to to be able to work from home. But now that I can, I fucking hate it. It's super boring as shit. Yeah, it, it gets uh, it gets uh, very lonely sometimes, doesn't it? Ah, oh, fuck yeah. Thanks. And it, com it complicates communications on a surprising way. How like we went on the moon uh, and we cannot make certain calls work properly. It's just something that blows my mind all the time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like um but but i as far as i know the number of people infected in canada is not that high is it or uh, we're at 1.1k right now so a thousand one hundred what well, about you? well we are uh, i have to get this right so we're we, we are recording this on saturday the 20th is that correct the date um 21st, 21st. it's the 21st yeah, 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 yeah. of march um, and I think right now in Germany we are at. Are we at twelve thousand or are we at more? Let me let me quick quick check that. You know, Germany is Number. one of the one of the worst for one of the first countries they told us not to go to is Germany. So. Oh yeah, like uh, in Europe we're at number three or so. So let's see, yeah. Germany. I, I have a list here, life data list. Oh no, never mind. We're at. 21.652,000 people infected wow. in the world. That makes us, or uh, we don't even make three. But I mean, top five is still uh, respectable. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. We're only followed by, but they're not going to get us. I mean, the US will wreck you in three days. They're going to get top three very soon. I'm yeah but but now um i think you guys are acting very very quickly like you're very early in, in doing that i mean such a big country and 1000 people that's nothing well there's a thing that is like, like really. people don't travel across the country that much because it's very large right but yeah we're lucky because we saw it in asia first then they started slightly then it hit europe and they were like okay now it's it's serious um so the west coast is the was very hurt and so is uh toronto um because and i'm not saying that like as a racial racial thing but because there's that's where the, the biggest chinese canadian population was oh where it started mm -hmm. uh but now it's cross control in quebec funny enough um, most of our cases came from uh, france and iran um oh. west now uh so the snowbirds you know what a snowbird is like a bird that lives in the snow. So, well, a snowbird is uh, people that are uh, retired that go spend the, all, the whole. Oh, summer. like they go to Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So they they, ah. are, they came back not too long ago. So uh, they are forced quarantine for two weeks. Um, yeah, because they're like populations that are very at risk. Uh, yeah. And we have an issue here with uh, the quarantine as I started a while ago. But there's two generations that don't want anything to do with it, and you might be surprised who they are. They're very young. So like the teens, they are part like, mm -hmm. school, right? So they're partying and stuff, and the yeah. elderly. 
And it's crazy. The elderly. They don't want to stay home. They're like, they're like still going to cafes with their friends. They don't give a shit about the quarantine. It's a big issue. Like the, the, the prime minister of Quebec was like, oh, we hired like these two famous people with elderly people to send phone calls to them, to tell them to stay home. And then like people interview them in the street. And they're like, I just want to go buy two bananas. Why should I stay home if I just want two goddamn bananas? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. You can't force me. I, you can't force me. I'm a free man. Like, okay, okay, calm down. <laughs> like, I, I do get the feeling that, um, especially for the older generation, that this must be way worse. Like, for us, we're, it sucks, but we're pretty much more or less safe, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if we don't have any, any bigger diseases, we, we, it shouldn't be that bad if we have the virus. And in fact, we might as well have it right yeah. now or already had it and didn't even notice mm -hmm. it. So, um, I, I understand that, but for the, for the other ones, like you want to see people, you, you know, you, you don't have that much time left anyways. And now you have this stupid virus going on and taking you, robbing you of a year or potentially even more than that. So, I, I kind of understand, but on the other point, you're just being stupid. So yeah, they're the more you know, and, and 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 you and you're not only risking yourself, you're risking other people. And this is where I think you kind of need to act responsibly. Yep. Like in Germany, we have these uh, Corona parties as well, where young idiots are partying and saying like "fuck Corona," we're gonna party anyways. Um. And which is just stupid and dangerous. Tell me you saw this video trending on Twitter of these youth from Ohio going to Miami for their spring break. Yeah, we're not going to stop partying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> I saw with his, it, With yeah. his hat, like, barely standing on his head, like, whatever happens, happens, yeah. bro. <laughs> they all, they all had the similar stare. They all looked the same in their eyes. They're like, yeah, well, they're closing everything here. It kind of sucks. But we planned the trip and we're here now, so we might as well party. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Are you guys serious? The U.S. Uh, they, they man, they've dropped the ball on this one. It's gonna be terrible. I'm telling you, like next week, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a nightmare. Yeah, it's gonna be a nightmare, and that's that, that's another thing that I'm concerned with because this is a global thing, yeah. and we are not. Unfortunately, all the countries are not moving uh, together. Nope. So, as like like if we in Germany manage to to not end up like Italy. And maybe France and Spain um, managed to do the same. Then we, then then we we slowed down the curve, which is what they always say. Yep. And then we, uh, but then the thing is, it might as well start then in the U.S. It, uh, I'm very sure it will start in Japan if it hasn't already, which is a point we will have to get to um, as well in a moment. Because Japan does a similar thing to the US, which is they just not, don't test enough people. Right. And they, because they want the Olympics to happen so badly, mm -hmm. that they're just gonna, they, it's very difficult to get tested in Japan right now. And so, so the numbers have been fairly low, but they haven't managed to actually lower it like Singapore or China did or, or Korea mm -hmm. did. They, they just don't test people. And I think it's gonna fire back at some point in the near future. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's going to be the moment when, you know, you have more and more people in the U.S., more and more people in Japan and many other countries like uh, and all the African states as well. And, you know, it's it's just going to going to return. So this is just going to bounce back and, and forth in the, in the future, mm -hmm, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. how, how, uh, how do you forecast this? Do you think will be done by the summer, the fall, next month? What is your, what is your forecast? <sighs> what do you mean by... Uh, done with this i mean the quarantine the life is back to normal everything i honestly like and and we have to say that we're both we don't know shit no. like we we know as little as you guys do so we're just talking yeah. here my feeling is and I'm, I'm trying to prepare myself that this is not gonna be over within this year it's Whoa. and it's probably gonna That's the most yeah i'm very I've heard so far is it? It's. I think it's pretty realistic, to be honest. Wow, wow, wow. I was, I was, I was saying, uh, by July things should get better. But uh, I was, I, I was thinking I'm like, conservative, but damn. You know, you know, you know. As I just said, this is not gonna be over by. Okay, we have so many people sick and and stuff. Like what we're doing right now with self quarantine is we're slowing the shit down. 
but you know slowing it down means that uh, we will have to deal with it for a longer time yeah. it's worth it because it means we don't have to sacrifice that many people yeah. and we don't risk our healthcare systems mm -hmm. to uh, system to totally die and many 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 people more people than would if we slow it down to die but you know that also automatically means that it's going to slow down and okay summer is coming uh but then there's going to be fall and then it's winter where it gets colder and you know it's it's just difficult and and the pressure on our governments by by the um you know by the economy is is getting worse as well so mm -hmm. you know i just i just don't think don't see like i wish for it to be over as soon as possible but honestly i doubt it will be over this year Man. and it might be like today in a year we might be in a, in, a in a state where it's like, all right. But I think all we can do is get used to the situation yeah. and just do our best to, um, you know, to, to feel fine with it. One thing like I'm sure of is that uh, we're living something very historical and uh, I, ho I hope oh, yeah. lessons will be learned from it. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we had a question from the audience uh, for this episode and it's, it ties in very well. Where are you okay. now? Are you in Japan? Or are you in Germany? I know the answer, but the, the listen. Oh, oh, that question! It it, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Okay, so uh, let, let let me let me, you know. I know. I'm I'm, I'm at home. I'm in Hamburg. Right. I'm in Hamburg. But let let me give you the story. So um, last week, like uh, the the weeks, the past few weeks, I've been looking online. I've been checking daily, if not hourly like the situation in Japan, the situation here. Mm -hmm. And I've always remained fairly positive and optimistic right. that I would go there. And like one of my favorite YouTubers from Japan, who his channel is called Abroad in Japan, he said, uh, like, I think two or three weeks back, he has a podcast as well. And he said, uh, go, if you have a trip planned, don't cancel your trip because you're going to have the best time ever because all the these um, cherry blossom places are going to be empty. So you will be able to take the most beautiful pictures and it's going to be romantic as fuck. It's just going to be great. And you're going to have it all for yourself. There's going to be a lot of bargains everywhere and you should go. So that's what, what I, what I took as a reference, but yeah, last week it, it all went to the shitter and uh, my airline canceled. And like Germany said, basically don't, don't fly anywhere. Yeah. And you're not gonna be able to go back, so yep. I had to cancel the whole thing. I'm probably gonna get my money back for everything, which is great because it gives me the opportunity to um, to to um, to return to Japan as soon as it's safe again. Right. And um, and I also got back, um, got my like I, I like at work the vacation I took the days I took off, I got those days back mm -hmm. as well. So you know I'm. It's it hurts like really actually this is today would be my first day in Japan, so this is really annoying and I I I I I, I shouldn't think about it like the more I think about it the more depressed I get but you know some things are bigger and and um, yeah and as you said it's it's a historic situation and I end up like every time I like Angela Merkel or, or Chancellor she gave a speech this last Wednesday which was. I think it's one of her best speeches yet. It's not a happy speech, but I think it was encouraging and it it kind of felt good to hear her speak, mm -hmm. actually. Um, and uh, she said uh, she said that this is like the biggest challenge Germany faces ever since the Second World War. Shit. So, big statement. And that is a fucking big statement from a politician who is not populist at mm. all. And she uses her, she selects her words wisely. Right, right. So, you know, if she says something like that, it's fucking serious. And I remember I was, I was watching it together with my girlfriend and every, every few moments I was like, wow, imagine if that was real life right now. Like that, the, the feeling I got was like, wow, if this happened in real life, it would be so crazy. <laughs> and then I was like, shit, this is actually real life. This is really This happening. is not a dystopian movie. <laughs> this is not a fucking movie. This is, if this is it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but, you know, and, and going back to my vacation, like, honestly, uh, what I was thinking is, you know, imagine you're, you're a refugee from Syria right now or from another, any, any country where that's not, that doesn't have it as good as you and I do. Mm. 
imagine you're a refugee and you're running away from war and from you know being basically being killed or you're running away from starvation you're running away from from a climate that just isn't able to uh, to to grant grant you your you being alive and you know honestly I, I shouldn't be able to complain i shouldn't even complain like me not having a dream vacation sucks for me personally but honestly there are so so many people who have it right. way worse and and always have it way fucking worse than this it's ridiculous i shouldn't even complain so you know i'm staying inside as as any, anyone should and uh and uh looking forward for it and and i know i know for sure that if uh, as soon as i as i can travel again uh, i will i will take it i will won't take it for granted right and talking about worse situations uh some people like i i've been thinking about africa a lot lately because i i see like italy yeah. is you know, it's g7 country so it's an advanced country i mean they have their issues and everything but it's it's a fairly advanced country right and they now nowadays like like 500 people die every day imagine yeah. if it hits like mozambique or something which it it will. it will like it will in summer it will uh can you anyway just think about this uh if it hurts italy like this uh just imagine what it will do to uh countries that have less means to uh take care of their yeah. other people but um so what are the measures in place in germany right now what can you do what can you not do i mean i know that daily probably i mean here yeah. at the um, daily should rules change daily yeah but tell me right now today how is it in germany so so in germany the the what i think is bad is we um how strict the um how strict they, they uh, what like the measurements that have that have to be that they are taken being taken in your area depend on where you live so um okay. every little um like the little um uh, the little countries within germany they they have to decide on their own so mm. which is something i hate i think it's not good uh, so not bavaria where my Bavaria, where my parents live, for instance, they have stricter rules now. They say you can go grocery shopping, you can go to um, drugstore, to the pharmacy, mm -hmm. you can go. Yes, you can go to uh, see a doctor, but that's basically it. You can also go take a walk, but if you do that, you um, you have to be only with your family who lives in your same household. Other than that, nothing. Yeah, and playground playgrounds are being closed. I think everywhere. Most restaurants and cafes are closed or have um, like closing times that are very narrow. Um, yes, but that's it. And I'm I'm expecting a complete lockdown where they say groceries and that's it. The groceries, um, a pharmacy, and that's it, which I think is good. And I think the earlier they implement that, the better, because I am already living to that standard. Same. And I know many other people are, are to you are as well. So why why not just lock it down for everyone? Because there's just some assholes who think they um, these rules don't affect them. So well, you, I think you should you should um, lock the, these people in. And everyone else is already living to that standard, so it just makes more sense, and it's I think it's more fair to the ones who are already living to that. So I have a technical questions for you. Uh, I'm well aware of the Schengen zone, right? Uh, can Germany close its border within the European Union at all, or is something they really cannot do because of Schengen? Uh, I'm like, what, is it open? I now? am can, pretty can sure to, they can. Can you go to France right now if you want? Um, no, and and that's like the the borders within they can be closed. Um, this is this is another thing that sucks about the EU. We and the the EU does not have the power to close individual borders. Right. Each country will have to do that them for themselves, which is fucking stupid. This was, has been stupid during the refugee crisis, and this is stupid right now because it affects um, it affects uh, um, goods being delivered on time and being delivered uh, safely. Right. So um, you, I think uh, at the moment you can't really travel by car anywhere outside of mm -hmm. Germany. And uh, it's pretty much the same for every country. So all they have is like, have like uh, trucks for goods to be, tra uh, to go there freely. But since there is no overall um, regulation on that, many truck drivers who say come from Poland are afraid that they get into Germany 
but then they won't be able to drive back to Poland right. because they are the Polish um, Polish uh, government decides well we're not gonna let anyone in anymore. Mm -hmm. So and that you know that makes them hesitant and it makes it uh, it makes a it, it just creates a. Uh, a scary feeling for everyone because you know in the end we are depend on goods from all these other countries right. being delivered here mm -hmm. so you know and that's why many people um many people are um stockpiling things they're panic buying which is fucking yeah, stupid, dangerous it's very dangerous but they are doing yeah, yeah. that which uh yeah i wanted to ask you that um i'm i'm pretty sure uh, people are um panic buying in in canada yeah. as well what what goods are they buying there because i heard um, for every country it's kind of different uh the the, the three main uh goods are definitely uh, toilet paper uh mm -hmm. same here uh, which is i mean we're already deep in the podcast but we could talk about this for a long time how stupid it is um uh, the the um, how do you call it like purell like the the dry hand clean oh the sanitizer yeah or? yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the sanitize the towels you know the little towels you pull the oh it already and you can wash yeah, yeah. With that. these three these three goods are yeah. as good as impossible to get right now it's to this day there you i have a friend who works in a drugstore and people come in and they ask for it every day and he says we don't have any and they insult him personally uh, it's very That's ridiculous. There. Very hard for him for his moral. Uh, people have absolutely no respect uh, toward the worker there. I went to the grocery the other day, and I was I was not rude to the cashier, but just a tiny bit less polite than I usually am. So I just said, "Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to be rude or anything." And she said, "Oh, that's nothing. If you knew how much shit I was thrown at all day, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry for you, honestly." Poor girl, she was like 16. She was like, yeah, I've been insulted all day and stuff. Like, damn, that's, I'm so sorry for you, seriously. Honestly, these people are our heroes yeah. right now, really. Yeah. They yeah. are. And we we should all be grateful. So if you, you listen to me uh, or if you listen to us, go to your, uh, if you go to a grocery store, put on the fucking nicest smile you yeah, got. Yeah, and say thank you. Say yeah. thank you, say please. Um, you know, because these guys fucking save your ass. They're not getting much money. Mm -hmm. And we need these people right now. And we salute you. And and by the way, if your job, um, if you have the, the opportunity and the possibility to work from home right now, you know what that means? It means your job means shit. <laughs> it's not important. I'm sorry to say that. And it's I'm true. saying that as someone affected by it, but it's fucking true. If the push comes to um, push comes to shelf, what we need is we need our nurses. We need our grocery workers. We need all yeah, these low wage man. workers, pharmacy, pharmacists, farmers. We fucking need these yeah. people. These are the backbone of all of our countries, of our economy. And we should never, ever forget mm. that. And we, I hope and I pray to God that these people get, reimbursed more and get re the reimbursement they deserve yeah. because me as someone who who's who's on a fucking laptop all day i should i should not be paid more than someone who is right now in that grocery store down there uh, down my road and um you know uh, uh filling up uh, everything and being being together with all these coughing assholes yeah, all the time. and being treated poorly most mostly for me it's uh, people are so fucking rude it's 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 sad really also, um, I, I want to give a shout out to some other um, uh, lines uh, of work and uh, groups of people who who I know are struggling right now, and I just want them to you know to to know that there's someone at least thinking about them. So first of all, influencers, all of you guys, you can't travel right now. You you can't uh, wear fancy clothes outside. You can't show show us that your life is better than than ours. I'm sorry for that, you guys. Yeah. You stay strong. We need you, mm -hmm. all you Instagrammers. Uh, we need you. If you if you're if you can't get tanned right now, right now, or you can't get shredded because gyms are closed, stay strong, you guys. We we need you. So that's group number one. Mm -hmm. Group number two is pigeons. I know pigeons probably won't listen to this podcast, mm. but all you pigeons out there. Who, who who don't get their breadcrumbs right now you're you're probably sitting in, in an empty mcdonald's playground waiting for people to show up i'm sorry you guys you just gotta gotta be strong maybe eat some rats i don't know 
something like that. Stay strong, pigeons. And last but not least, housebreakers. I'm sorry. It's 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 being tough right now on you guys. Where should you break in? I mean, you can probably break into some offices, I yeah. guess. But um, you can't really break in a house. It's not the same if you break in an office. It's just you have all these computers there. It's not the same. It's not fun. It's way more fun if you expect someone to be, maybe be uh, sick it's at home. of it all. And you you got to sneak in. Mm-hmm. Man, the excitement. Um, I feel you guys. Stay strong. We will we'll, we'll, we'll leave our houses unlocked uh, when the whole thing is over so you guys can, you know, just just run around and um, and steal some things. Maybe just steal some cutlery or some useless shit like that. You know, just just do it for the fun. I, I feel you. Absolutely. All right. Um, I'm going to I, I got to take a pee and uh, we'll be right back and we're going to give you we we wanted to. Um, um, oh, hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. I got to hold my pee in a little more. We have to uh, to say that. Um, uh, so we wanted to speak about the current situation right now. Um, which we have, uh, which is negative, and I know everybody is tired of hearing all that corona shit. So um, in our next take, we're going to talk about um, things to get by, um, or so, uh, a little survival guide within um, uh, within curfew. Uh, so stick around for that. It's going to get more positive. So if you if you want it to turn off because you, you just can't hear any more corona talk, it's going to get lighter, I promise. Hear you in a moment. Oh shit, bro, he's choking. <laughs> you alright, Raj? Yeah. Gets to where he can't breathe, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah his ear gets cut off. <laughs> Does it really? Is, it, is that how it happens? It feels like you can't breathe? <laughs> <laughs> Make me want to cough. <laughs> Get it out. Get hard. Get a cigar. You all right, bro? Yeah. That happens quite a bit. Uh, because of my father's teeth. <laughs> Take them fuckers out. Take uh, them out. No, that's okay. Put them in your pocket if they're causing you to choke. They gagging you? No, sometimes they do. Take them bastards out if they're gagging you. Get that damn Pepsi come up on your shirt. Yeah. Spit up, didn't I? <laughs> A little bit. Poutine Bradvast. Hello and welcome back. Do you hear me properly? I do hear you. Great, great. Welcome back to Poutine Bradvast, the long distance podcast. Good to uh, hear from you again. It's always good to hear you. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, in all these times of uh, trials and, and difficulty and sadness, there's sometimes a ray of sunshine, positive things that come out of uh, sad times. Isn't that right? I, I hope so. Yeah, I try to believe that. Well, there's something that happened in Quebec these days that I think is worth telling for the foreign listeners that, I don't know, maybe you'll find it interesting. So every day our our Premier, Prime Minister of the province of Quebec, um, has a press conference uh, with uh, the press, of course. And he's always with the Ministry of Health uh, to his left. And to his right is a guy uh, called Horacio Arruda, something like that. Okay, never heard of him. Right, he's not famous. I mean, he was not famous here either before like a month ago. Uh, He's the Director of Public Health. here in Quebec, and he become he became famous for being a very peculiar character. Uh, mm-hmm. Very so he's he's um he's the son of immigrants uh, from uh, Portugal. Okay, um, and he, he has a very like uh, uh, he's very charismatic. And he, and one thing he does is that sometimes he swears on national TV, which is <laughs> very uncommon. Um, okay. So when the panic buying started. He made a press conference by himself and he said, fear is dangerous. You know, don't fall for fear. When people are afraid, and I'm translating from like direct uh, Quebec square, he would say something like, 
when people are afraid, they do things that make no fucking sense. <laughs> he said that on national TV. Oh, nice. And, oh, that's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and people like him a lot because, yeah, he's, he's very, like, bold. And he was saying, like, Oh, the youth, you know, it's all fun and uh, it's all fun, you know, parties and stuff. But it's not the time right now to uh, commit to uh, biological fluid exchanges. So please <laughs> take a break from that for a few weeks. <laughs> I beg you. <laughs> uh, he, he seems like a fun guy. Is he? Is yeah. he like an older, older kind, or is he a younger politician? He's not a politician. So he's a he's a public oh. worker. Oh, uh, okay. Minister of Public Health is uh, is not is not political at all, which is something that is also appreciated from him. Mm-hmm. And and because um, you know when you see uh, Trump press conferences, that all the people are like, "So thank you, Mr. President, for what you're doing." Yeah, and yeah, thank yeah. You, you're great. You're so beautiful. But he's not like that at all. <laughs> you're so beautiful. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, not like two days ago on the press conference about like he was saying like. You cannot travel from regions to regions. So like I cannot go see my family right now. Like I'm not allowed to go to Quebec City. Mm-hmm. Like so he says, Yeah, I know it sounds it sounds stressful. Some people might be depressed, but like find something fun to do, like read or listen to music. And he's like, and for example, myself, I never have time to cook and I'm planning to do Portuguese pies this weekend. Um, never had time to do it. I really want to try it. You can send me a recipe. So, and he just looked at the premiere and he said, "Hopefully, I'll have some time for myself on Saturday to do these pies and everything." <laughs> <laughs> and you, you could hear the journalist like laughing in the background, like uh, weird. <laughs> he says that, and now it's like Portuguese pies are like a meme, the meme of the hour. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and he and he went on other TV shows, and everything, and people always ask him about these pies, and he's like, "Oh, they're from Lisbon, and everything. Never had it myself. Uh, I've never tried it." So. Please send me a recipe, and everybody in June <laughs> like trying to find recipes and <laughs> sending him to him, and yeah, it is a big, big like a big meme. Uh, a lot of memes are made about him, and they're pretty funny. So um, yeah, so that's what I wanted to say about the, this this Horacio. But another another note: send, uh, send him over to Germany. <laughs> we need someone like that as well. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's almost like uh, people are, are looking forward to see what weird thing he will say next. You know, uh, <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I, I love yeah. these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty nice. Uh, but on another note, uh, we are all on our own right now on our on our homes, and time can get you know long sometimes. So we thought we could we could provide you uh, with some recommendations on different media's. Uh, for entertaining yourself um we have some books recommendations some movies tv shows video games all you need to be a lonely person and happy and if you and if you live if you live with your family it's all you need that uh distracts you from beating your wife and uh, eating your children so yeah you know. That's 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 a scenario of like late year uh, issues. You know, if if your scenario of late year happens, oh, I don't. We oh, I see. I, I I saw. I today. I from my window. I saw a dad together with his small uh, kid, and he was he was playing with her in the sand, which is illegal, by the way. <laughs> but um, you know, he was. They were just the two of them themselves, and I and I could sense that it was really weird for both of them to be together. It was like, you know, the kid, she was like, I think it was a girl and she was like three years old. And the way she was playing, it was really like shy, you know, and, and with three years of age, you shouldn't be playing shy if you're playing with your dad. And he was sitting the same way. It was like this weird situation where you're, I don't know, you, you're in an elevator with someone you don't really know. And yet the elevator ride goes way too long. So you're like, oh, yeah. Weather is nice, <laughs> you know. So it was yeah. just as a side note. Um, yeah, but we give you some 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 ideas for that. So I wrote down some books, movies, and TV shows. What did you write down? So I have books too. I have video games, and I even have board games if we have time. So, but we okay, keep that cool. Yeah. Um. So shall we start with books since we both have them and just yeah. go? You know, I think I have three books. How about you? How many do you have? Same. 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 Okay, so let's let's just you know do uh, each one of us does one. Okay, right. Please start. All right. My first book is by Cormac McCarthy, and it's called The Road. It's a fairly short book. It's only I think it's only a, around two two hundred pages, 
and it's about a it's a very sad story and it uh, it kind of fits in the times right now so um if you want something more lighthearted, you might want to wait on my list but it's about a dad who is um, in this dystopian um future with his uh with his son and you don't really know what happened and they're strolling i think it's uh, across america on this road and it's all dusty and they're looking for food and every other person they meet could be a potential cannibal and you don't really you know it's not like this this typical um zombie thing because you don't really hear what happened to to the planet it has some side notes that are about uh, nature and environment protection but basically it's about this story between a father and a son it's it's truly heartbreaking um to see the love that this uh, dad has for his son and the, the kid is like five years old and apparently he doesn't even know a different world but the dad does and the more you read into it the more you find out about their backstories it's beautifully written it's easy to read it's uh, um it's uh it's very short so if you're not a big reader you can have it and and read it in a day maybe two and I, I highly recommend it. It's Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, uh, never heard of it. I'll be honest with you. Never heard of it. But, uh, Check it out. Yeah. It's really great. Cool. So I got uh, a short stories uh, book, a novel, and mm. a comic strip. So I'll start with the short story book. Um, mm -hmm. It's from a Japanese author, actually. Maybe you've read him before. It's called Aruki Murakami. Murakami, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I know the book. I mean, it's one of these most recent, recent one. It's called uh, "Men Without Women." Oh yeah, I love it. Uh, you read it too? Yes, I have. It's great. I absolutely loved it. I love short stories because, again, if you're not a big reader, you can read a short story and stop. And it's not like a big. Uh, you don't. You're not engaged to the book for too long. I've read this book. It took me two years to read it because I was reading a short story, reading something else, coming back for a short uh, story, and mm -hmm. so forth and so forth. So I really appreciate it. Um, it's only my second book from him, but uh, uh, I liked it quite a lot. Um, it's like super realism. So uh, there's like weird elements to otherwise really realistic stories. Interesting style, easy to read, easy to pick up. And uh, yeah, so my first recommendation, Men Without Women. It's, it's actually on my, uh, on my toilet shuffle. So you know, nice. I have I have a couple of books that I just read, like reread all the time when I'm on the shitter, and this mm -hmm. is one of them. So, really great, great recommendation. I love it. Um, for my second book is something that um, uh, is for you guys to, if you wanna um, put a, a a little more palette, uh, a color palette on your uh on your way of looking at the world it's by Renny edo lodge um edo lodge being her last name she's from the uk and the book is called why i am no longer talking to white uh, people of, uh, about race um so Renny is uh is is uh, is, is colored and uh, she's speaking about she's speaking about the uk and and the racism that has been going on there for years but you can draw the line to pretty much any other country in uh, around the world and it's uh, and it's uh, it helps especially for us we're both two white dudes and um and speaking about race is very easy from our standpoint because we're in privilege and and the book really geniusly explains it to you and and shows you well it's it's cool that you care and uh, that you try to to fight racism yourself as a as a white person but you ha have to acknowledge that you're part of the problem and you just are by nature and uh, it's edgy and uh, th there are many passages uh, where you're probably gonna go wait a minute that doesn't really that can't be true um and it takes you a while to you know to get with it, it it's not a book to that makes you feel comfortable and it's a little tough to read sometimes but i do recommend it because i think it, it's important for white people to to understand that and to see their uh their privilege all right uh yeah, we're in different uh, styles for sure. I have lighter things to <laughs> to offer to our listeners, but uh, an interesting pick uh, to do retrospective on ourselves, I guess. It's great. My, yeah. my second pick is uh, on the very different spectrum from the one I offered before because there's a long-term engagement thing. Uh, it's a, a book series I've been reading for three years now, and I'm uh, a bit 
over halfway way through. It's called The Wheel of Time, and I'm recommending it for two reasons. First, because it's absolutely awesome, and two, because a TV show is coming next year, I think, on Amazon Prime. Oh. So if you want to be one of the hipsters with me who can say, oh, I've read the book, it was better, well, it's, <laughs> you can jump in and do it now. The first book is called The Eye of the World. Um, so it's a series of 14 books of around 600 to 800 pages each. Um, it's fantasy. Uh, but it's, I'm not a fantasy reader myself, but if you like world building, uh, discovering cultures, um, history, you just created this massive world that is so cohesive with all these cultures. And, and for example, the way men, um, have a beard is different shape in different regions. Women have different type of dresses. Everything is so much detailed and it makes the world so believable that once you get in, uh, it's so hard to leave and I'm still enjoying it so much. I'm in the, I'm on the ninth book now. Still fantastic. Wow. If you want to uh, get into a big fantasy adventure that can last you for a whole quarantine, uh, don't look any further. Uh, it's great. The Wheel of Time, uh, the first book is called The Eye of the World. And wh- who's the author? It's called Robert Jordan. It's, uh, it's from the U.S. Oh, nice. I, I, I'm not a big fantasy reader um, nowadays, but that sounds really interesting. So it's, it's, I mean, it's a very cool world for different reasons. One of them is the gender relations, where it's a world where only women can do magic. Uh, oh. Because this men go crazy with the power it gives them. <sighs> uh, yeah, and it's, it's very interesting. Uh, yeah, great, great, great series. Highly recommended. Cool. Um, my last book um, is a book that is for really for everyone except for the ones who who um, don't like crude humor. But it's really a book that is super easy to read. It has passages that are just pictures. It has passages for um, that are poems. It's by the Fat Jew, and it's called Money, Pizza, Respect. And um, if you don't, do you know the Fat Jew? I do not. I sorry, my microphone was on. So when you talk, I you're just, just taking, a, taking a snooze. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, you don't know him? No, I don't. Okay, so the fat Jew. Um, you guys check out his Instagram. He's really, really funny. He's this. Uh, well, he's a fat Jewish guy from America, obviously. Um, and he, he's, he's an, he's kind of an influencer. So he, he got famous on, on Instagram and he basically what he's doing is he's, he's reposting memes and creating his own memes. And, and it's really, the guy is so funny. Like, um, um, if you watch on Netflix, um, the documentary called the American meme, you're going to see him in there. And the book is really it's he's writing about his life he's giving some crazy drug stories that he he had some sex stories like or or some weird things like for instance he had this thing going when he was a child where he um his family traveled a lot with him and uh, as a teenager he got bored so he started masturbating at in different countries and uh and in their in in special places there so he masturbated next to the eiffel tower he masturbated in stonehenge he masturbated on the chinese wall and he writes about these stories brutally honest in a language that is very very close to the person he is like he cusses all the time he uses super funny word plays um it's it's not a book for everyone because if you're really you you kind of have to have the kind type of humor but i have to say i've i think i've never read a book that made me laugh that often and that hard and it's so easy to read it's all always on my shuffle on my toilet shuffle so um yeah highly recommended the fat jew money pizza respect so my, my great question that comes down from that is do you think we'll ever do an episode where we don't talk about trick enough <laughs> so so far we, we 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 have been in the record so i don't know <laughs> my my last recommendation because time flies already we can see um it's it's a comic strip from quebec and i know it has been translated worldwide it's from an author called guy de lille so um g-u-y-d-e-l-i-s-l-e uh, he's, he's a drawer that worked for companies uh, animation companies and he worked in the places that were um let's say unfamiliar so and he wrote uh comics about his life there and his two best work in my opinion were pyongyang because he lived in north korea oh wow and 
Zhou Shenzhen, which he lived in China in the 80s, I think, or the 90s, when Shenzhen was a basically like a shithole. It was not the big city it is now. And he, he describes his life in a very minimalistic uh, drawing style uh, in these two cities. And he also wrote about uh, Jerusalem, I think, and he... Another, I don't remember which what else he wrote about, but these two is I I highly recommend them if you're curious about the, the Chinese culture and the North Korean culture, but like down to the earth, living with the real people, like working in these countries, not being a tourist, right? Um, it's very interesting and uh, wow. very accessible. So I highly recommend both of these. Yeah, it sounds really great. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Um, cool. Okay, so now we have different things, right? So right. Uh, I would like to continue with movies, and yeah. you would continue with games, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, uh, I, I'm trying to be, try to be a little more, a little quicker. Yeah, yeah we'll so, be brief. My first movie is uh, on Amazon Prime right now, uh, at least in Germany. I hope everywhere else. It's called uh, Fahrenheit 11.9. It's by Michael Moore, and it's about the, how Trump got elected. I think it's right. More on on time uh, and more um, more hot topic than ever before. So check it out. It it answers a lot of questions. The the, the part where he shows how he he's into his daughter is so awkward. Oh, it's yeah. It's it, it, uh, <laughs> that part. It makes me cringe so hard. Yeah, there's many 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 cringeworthy moments. Uh, you're probably gonna laugh at some points, and you very likely are going to cry as well. So mm. I think it has it all. Right. Do you want to do three movies? Just go for it. Okay. My next movie, next two movies are both on Netflix. One is my favorite movie from the year 2017. It's by Luca Guadagnino. It's Call Me By Your Name with Timothy Charlemagne and uh, the other blonde guy. Um, where they have a, it's a, um, a, a um, Timothy Charlemagne falls in love with another man who is um, working with his, fa his family. And it's, It's about um, the it's it's with music music from Sophie and Stevens great music great songs um, and it's about the love story these two men have and uh, in Italy and it's this perfect summer in Italy and um, even though I'm not um, um, I'm not I'm not gay myself I I just feel like this movie portrayed love especially like your first love the 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 creamy sugary love you have in such an honest way and 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 it includes your first heartbreak and it's it it i think i've i've seen the movie like 10 times and i think i've i haven't cried like once when i when i saw the movie it's really hmm. the movie touches my heart in so many ways and i think it must be for many other people as well yeah um Last movie uh, is my favorite movie from 2018, even though I think I saw it. No, I saw it in 2018. Um, it's by from uh, French um, um, director Gaspar Noé, and it's called Climax. It's also on Netflix. Climax is not your feel-good movie. It's a movie about um, a dance party um, that where someone um, uh, where someone drugs everyone in there, and there's young people who are going insane there. Due, due to these drugs this, feel, this movie wants to be uncomfortable and holy fuck is it ever uncomfortable you you're sitting in your chair and you're you just want it to stop and you can totally if you even if you if you're if all the contact you had with drugs is just having a little too a little too much to drink or maybe way too much to drink you feel it you feel the ten, the tension by all the the actors the camera doesn't help it at all it makes it way worse The base of the music is 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 driving you nuts. Watch it, climax on Netflix. It's amazing. Cool. Thank you for the recommendations. That's pretty awesome. You're welcome. Uh, so for video games, uh, so I have three three different uh, type of video games. The first one is if you want to play solo, uh, I highly recommend the Yakuza series. Uh, which is sadly only on PS uh, PlayStation consoles, but um, I highly recommend uh, if you want a story-based game, a crime, uh, you know, gangster movie, movie style, very cheesy with very funny humor, uh, really Japanese humor. Uh, it's a fantastic game. You can there's a zero, one, two, three, four, five, six that are all available on PS4 now. Wait, what's so it called? Want, Yakuza. Yaku ah, Yakuza. 
Okay. It's so it's so good. I'm at three now. Uh, it's already my one of my favorite uh, of uh, series of all time. If nice. you want to some, play something with your friends, I highly recommend Final Fantasy XIV, which is an MMORPG. That's what I've been playing with my buddies. They keep me sane because we play online together with microphones. <laughs> We're playing. It's a team. It's very team based. Very cooperative. So many classes. Um, the aesthetics are beautiful because it's Final Fantasy. It's Japanese. It's great. Uh, story is good. Fighting a late game is amazing. I highly recommend to play with your friends. And finally, something more competitive and also something much more cozy. I recommend playing Civilization VI. It's not a recent game, right? But now it's available on PS4, on the Switch, on PC. I play on my Switch, so you can play anywhere. You can play also, if you can, you can read one of Simon's book on the shitter and play Civilization on the shitter too. <laughs> both of these things, both of these options are available to you. Very strategic game, turn-based, so it's slow. You can take your time, think about what you're doing. Uh, very very good game uh i recommend these three for different type of mood but yeah these are my recommendations nice also um just a side note for you and i um i'm also playing a lot on the switch these days so we should probably connect and uh, uh try yeah, something we, out yeah we should we should see what we have in common yeah um now uh, two uh, tv shows on my side um mm -hmm. On Netflix, I recommend Love, Death and Robots. If you haven't checked it out, please check it out. It's amazing. Uh, it's um, these in very different styles, animated uh, short films. They are sometimes funny, sometimes very dark, sometimes extremely brutal. But all of them are made with so much passion and love and, and, and creativity. Please support it. Please watch it because I want more of it. It's amazing. Then um, next off, uh, one of my uh, Japanese friends showed me Terrace House, which is um, it's a reality TV show from Japan. Um, they have different, already different season out. One, the one I watched was in Tokyo, but they have one in Hawaii. They, I think, they also have one in Seoul and uh, and, and some some other places. Um, so it's basically about these six. Uh, Asian people who move into one house and they're being monitored a little like Big Brother. But the main difference is that um, they have their normal lives and they they don't like they get to move. They uh, can leave the house whenever they want to. They can do whatever they want to. They can date whoever they want to. And they don't get like some stupid tasks and anything. And I think it gives you a very, very interesting look and perspective, especially if you're not Asian. Um On, on the behavior of uh, of Asian people, of Japanese people, people in this case, um, and on their love life and what they seek in partners. I mean, it's very di very different and sometimes weird for for a Westerner, but it's definitely interesting and it's and it feels finally like a reality TV show and dating show that's honest. So I recommend that. And last but not least, it's on YouTube, so everybody go check it out. It is. My favorite TV show of all time. It's the funniest TV show in the world. It's from Canada. It's on Kenny Hotz's YouTube channel. You can finally watch again all 86 episodes of Kenny versus Benny. If you don't know what Kenny versus Benny is, please check it out. It's about two best friends who battle against each other. They have really funny, weird competitions, and they at the, at the end of each competition they. Where the winner gets to uh, put a humiliation on the loser. I love this show. It, it it is everything to me. I've been watching it. I think I started watching it when I was 14, and I continue watching it. I met the two guys last year in Hamburg, which was one of the best days of my life. And I recommend you watch it. If you want a recommendation for which episode to start with, try um, Who Can Have More Fun, Who Can Blow the Biggest Fart, or... Um, Uh, who's the better basketball player? Oh, who who can be tied to a goat the longest? It's just I just want to give you this, want you to start with the right episodes because some are stronger than others. But other than that, watch it, please. It's amazing. I remember watching uh, a few episodes, and one I remember was Who Can Stay Awake the Longer. Oh yeah, that was, that's a that's a good idea. And I, do you know Impractical Jokers? I do. Yes, you show them to me. Right, 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 right. Um, Anyway, so yeah, all good shows. I'm not a big show uh, watcher, but uh, if I ever feel like uh, the desire to do so, well, I know where to look at for sure. Uh, just to finish it up, very, very fast, uh, board games. Uh, if you have a big group, I recommend playing Deception Murder, Murder in Hong Kong. 
It's a hidden role game where um, one person is the murderer and the other people are a detective. Oh, that's and, cool. And there is a forensic uh, player who knows who's the murderer and who knows what is the weapon and the cause used um, to, to for the murder. People have to find out the combination of uh, weapon and tool or something like that used to do the murder and the, the murderer has to like give them false indication like oh you know i think um what what the forensic person said i think it might be this weapon but he knows it's not the right weapon and every player can make a call like oh is this it's this weapon and this tool and everybody if everybody want if everyone chooses the wrong combination the murderer wins so it's a very fun game to play if you have a big group and it's uh it leads to very fun times believe me if you want a cooperative experience, I recommend Robenso Crusoe. I don't know how to pronounce that without sounding like a stupid Frenchman. Uh, but um, <laughs> you're, you're a survivor on an island. Uh, two players is very fun, so you can play with your significant other. You're on an island. You have to survive. You have to get food. You have to build a shelter. And you have an objective to fulfill, like uh, build crosses on the island to remove an evil, or uh, build a certain structure, or get a boat to escape the island. Very hard but very fun. If you want to play competitive, uh, a, sh- a very small game that is very cheap to get, it's called Race for the Galaxy. You have to uh, build your uh, galactic empire with cards. And the funny mechanic is that the cards are used to uh, buy uh, planets or technologies, but your cards are also uh, your resources. So it's a lot of hand management. You have to manage the cards you have in your hand. And because there's so many cards in the game, you can replay this forever with your, with your friends. Two to four players. Very, very fun game. Simple to learn and uh, a lot of replayability. So these are my recommendations. Nice. And I hope I hope all of these uh, different uh, uh, fun things will help you get through the quarantine. Uh, if you ever feel like you would like us to do another one of these, if the quarantine takes too long, please feel free to tell us uh, either on in uh, through our email address or uh, by leaving us a voice message but we can do it again basically if you guys want of course so yeah yep sounds good okay see you in a moment the enormity of of their flat brain the enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming you have to do yourself a favor when you're out in the countryside and you see chicken Try to look a chicken in the eye with great intensity and the intensity of stupidity that is looking back at you is just amazing. By the way, uh, it's very easy to hypnotize a chicken. Uh, They're very prone to hypnosis. Hello and welcome back to our final take of our first quarantine episode welcome back to poutine Bratwurst. welcome back so um since we spoke a lot already we just want to give you guys some 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 updates on on what's going on with uh, with this series um mm-hmm. in the future um as you know we're today we're not recording on a sunday we're actually recording on a saturday and the reason for that is that we just have more time to do it since we're in quarantine anyways um, we figured we're gonna um, push up the frequency a little more and um, and blow out some more episodes for you guys and hopefully you know to to give you guys an hour or one and a half um, where you guys just don't have to think about the virus even though you had to think about the virus today with our episode but <laughs> yeah you know we, we're trying to uh, get you away from that a little bit so also we we were talking about um mixing up um the style of episodes we're doing so we might do some themed episodes we want to do a music mm-hmm. episode uh we we were even th- speaking about uh, doing an episode uh, drunk which we might do who knows who knows um, i'm not a big drinker so it might get interesting or very 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 sad <laughs> <You know? laughs> i mean last time we drank together it was anything but sad i think <laughs> I, it's true, and I, I believe that uh, at this point you probably are the only person in the world who would really get me to do binge drinking because I just see <laughs> you so rarely. I I have to drink with you, but um, yeah, I mean last time was so, such a historical night. Maybe for another. We time. need to yeah, we need to talk about this. It's one of our greatest stories, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Um, we also um, we will probably have some guests. We're not gonna tell you who these are at this point, yep. but uh, we 
we have some interesting people um, who, who we, we think of having as guests here. Mm -hmm. um, also fight your and our boredom. And um, yeah, do you have any anything more to add, Philip? Yes, uh, I would like to push once again uh, to have more interactions with you. We would love to hear from you. We would love to have discussions with you, especially in times of isolation like this. Yes, uh, please you write to us. Yeah, you can write to us at Putin Bradvest in one word, putinbradvurst at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us questions, comments, suggestions of topic, basically anything you want. Uh, we, we will read it before the, the next uh, recording and we very well might include it in our discussion. So please interact with us. We'd love to interact with you. And uh, yeah. You can also um, contact us uh, via the um, Anchor website. Um, the link is always in bio. I don't have it in my head right now, but you can send us voice messages there. So if you hmm. wanna, if you feel like um, writing in caps doesn't show us how much you hate us, you can yell it in the microphone and send it to us so we really hear how much you think we suck. So we also encourage you to do that. Yeah, anything, please. Uh, especially, yeah, like I said, in these times, it's fun to have a discussion. And if you have suggestions, you know, board games, movies, anything, um, right, you can send us uh, an email. And uh, if it's not too shitty, we might shout it out in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and believe us, you, you heard our podcast. So the shitty bar is pretty low for us. So you're, you're probably going to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All do right. you have any, any, any last words for our, our listener? Maybe uh, um, positive, I think, you know? Yeah, I think, I think uh, as uh, I promise you guys, we will, we'll, the next episodes, we will, we will try and not uh, talk that much about the obvious thing uh, at the elephant in the room. But mm -hmm. I think, um, I think we, we both, I feel like um, maybe we should try and, and speak, speak something positive about the situation. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, of course. You want to go first? Well, if, if I have a message to all the people who lost their jobs, uh, it's uh, like we're all in this together. And I, what I what I what I enjoy seeing is how people are willing to help their neighbors. You know, and yeah. uh, all my friends, we reach out to each other, and like nobody's from the area, and we're like, if if you if you're sick or if you need anything, like you know, you can count on me. And it's just good to see examples online of people reaching out to the community and i want to encourage people to keep doing so um some people are very neat right now more than ever probably um for example i know blood donation is going downhill so if you're a blood donor please keep doing so i know the public uh, health here keeps very saying we should, we should say it uh, please because people are afraid to go give blood although it's it's unrelated so please don't stop doing that please don't hoard too And uh, if you're, I know here, or um, how do you call that, like a food bank for the poor people have yeah. an issue getting stuff because of hoarders. So please don't hoard. And if you want to hoard, hoard for the food bank, give them stuff that they're the one who needs it. So, but stay strong, uh, stay with your loved one if you can. And uh, yeah, we're all in this together. So yeah. But I, I, I can, I can only, um, I can only subscribe to that. Um, absolutely right. Um, also, we for everyone who, like me, um, has had uh, some travel plans or, or, or way worse things that are, are gone for that, um, I think we have been lucky uh, for a long time. And I think mm -hmm. that um, all these things, you know, being free to travel, um, going to, to a supermarket and finding everything completely full of stock, getting money every month, being able to, to, to see a doctor and without trouble, at least in many countries. Um, I think we, we should remember that uh, it's important that these things are not for granted. And uh, if when, when this is going to be over, we, we, we should all never forget this, never forget these moments and, and think about it and think what, what we have and that it's valuable, it's important that we keep it, that it stays alive, that we're here for each other, because alone we're, we're just lost. And so it's great, as you said, it's great to have people who help in each other, who reach out, please continue doing that, and please do more of it. Again, thank you to everyone who does their job right now. 
and um yeah just um just stay positive it's it's we're gonna get out of this and i'm positive that we're gonna get out as a species we're gonna get out of there better than before absolutely and the most important thing is don't be a twitter ohio spring breaker in no. miami don't do that. Don't, you, be, don't be that. Don't be don't, that. You don't, don't want guy. to be that. <laughs> no, you don't want to be that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I, we're, I think we're going to hear each other tomorrow, right? Yep, for the yep, next for our, uh, do you want to say what the theme will be? Oh, uh, let's, 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 let's keep them waiting, but it's going to be a themed episode tomorrow. So yeah, be looking hyped. forward to that. Uh, be hyped. Yes. The hype is real. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Au revoir.